What is going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of the Good Men Exist podcast with your host, me, Jarrell. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate on Apple Podcasts, and most importantly, tell a friend. I would greatly appreciate the support. With that being said, enjoy the show. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of Good Men Exist. I'm your host, Jarrell. Um, and today's topic is, it's mostly for the ladies, but it can also apply to men too. So men, if you're listening, I know you already like 30 seconds in and you don't heard that this mostly applies to the lady, but it doesn't hurt you to listen to it anyway, because there's going to be a portion in here that applies to us men as well. But today's topic is positioning yourself as the prize positioning yourself as the prize i don't know why i say stuff twice i feel like like i grew up in church right and i feel <laughs> i feel like pastors always do that you know in church they be like turn to ephesians three sixteen, and then they read the bible verse and then they're like i today i want to speak on the lord's love in our lives the lord's love in our lives now people that go to church you're gonna get that if you ain't never been before then you be like i don't know what he's talking about but for the people that go to church you feel me but anyway back to the topic positioning yourself as the prize and the reason why i wanted to talk about this today is because i do talk to a lot of women uh younger women older women and one of the things that I've noticed, particularly with, I would say, uh, probably women between the ages of maybe like 26, 27 on up, is that for some women, not all women, there is this, um, I don't know what it is. I, like I, you always hear about like the maternal clock that women have. And I feel like that exists. So if you're a woman who has not had a child, who has not been married, who has not been in a relationship where you feel like it could have gone somewhere, you know, like marriage or something like that, if that's what you're into, then I feel like you have this subconscious clock that exists in your head. And so because this clock exists, and sometimes it's even, you know, not even subconscious, sometimes it's in the forefront of your consciousness. And you're like, I need to find a guy. I need to get married. I'm 32. My egg's about to shrivel up. Like whatever, you know, logic that you apply to, you know, your, your situation at that age. It's like you feel this pressure that shouldn't exist. But sometimes some women do. And in feeling that pressure, you you adjust your preferences, you adjust your standards, and 
sometimes you settle and that's not the worst thing in the world because sometimes settling snaps you out of whatever that clock with you know that clock was and so you like you're like okay cool like I, that was shitty that relationship or that person was so let me reevaluate this and you kind of get yourself back on track but then there are also times that i see women and you you just act differently so guys who you are not interested in you don't give a damn about like these dudes cannot exist. They cannot text you, not call you, not go out with you or ask you out, whatever the case may be. And you won't even think twice about it. It may cross your mind for like a second and a half. And then like you on to the next thing. But don't let it be a guy that you're actually interested in or worse yet, a guy that you're not quite interested in as much as you should be because you know what your standards are and what you need. But because that subconscious clock is ticking you invest a little bit more like okay maybe he isn't that bad looking maybe you know he doesn't have the nicest car nicest clothes he doesn't seem to have the most humorous personality but i mean like if i look at him out the peripheral he's not not that bad like you go into this weird little phase that you go into where certain guys wouldn't that wouldn't normally be in your vision somehow find themselves in it and you kind of put it out there like hey you know jason hasn't texted me in like two days i like him what's going on so you text him hey hey stranger hey big head what are you up to and you know jason responds uh, shit chill you know what about you uh you know just working you know, I'm going to get my nails done this, this evening, you know. What you like, what you got anything planned for the weekend? Nah, you know, probably watch some football or something. Outside of that, you know, ain't shit. What about you? I don't know. Like, I was thinking, like, maybe you want to come over or something or we could go out if you're not doing nothing. No. I would slap the phone out your hand. You start texting some shit like that. You cannot do this. And I'm going to tell you why you can't do this. I'm going, okay, let me, let me rephrase. You can do whatever you want to do. Let me tell you why you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it because a man, listen, ladies, hey, stop. If you're driving, pull over. Get a pen out. Get a bag of the receipt because your car probably junky. Just kidding. If you're at work, like, hey, tell your boss to hold on. Let me talk to you real quick. If you don't listen to nothing else, listen to this. You have to position yourself as the prize. A man who is genuinely interested in you will text you first, will make time to call you, will make time if he works two or three jobs to see you. Whether that is only for five minutes before you go to work or if that's for three hours when you go out to dinner and a walk in the park. A man that is genuinely interested in you will make time for you no matter what. I understand. I'm an entrepreneur. I get it. Some men will say, hey, you know, I'm trying to get this business up and running, trying to do my own thing. Get this hustle on. So I'm busy right now. That is a fact. That is true. I am a very 
routine person. I stay on track because I have a certain routine that I must abide to because one, I'll forget it if I don't. And two is how I maximize efficiency with the things that I need to get done. But if there is some woman out there that I am interested in, I will make that time for her. It may be after I finish what I'm doing, but I'm talking to her. It may be in between if I take a break, I'm going to go talk to her. So any man that presents you with an excuse of he doesn't have time or presents you with silence and not texting you and not calling you, do not text him first. Do not ask him out. Do not call him out of loneliness. Don't do it out of boredom. Don't do it out of pressure. Don't do it. You are the prize. And when I say that, please don't take that as, oh, hey, nigga, I'm the prize because I said, like, don't be a diva. Don't do it. That's not a track. I mean, maybe for some guys it is. And and that's cool, I guess. But for the most part, I wouldn't, in my personal opinion, that only matters for me, deem that as attractive. Now, when I say present yourself as the prize, meaning that men that are interested, we come to you. Like, it's kind of what we do as men, right? Naturally, we're hunters for the most part. We have to go get what we want. And that applies to women as well, obviously. So if there's a mutual interest there, if you guys matched on Match.com or you met him at Walmart, exchange numbers, there's mutual interest there. It's different walking up to a woman on a cold call or a, a cold situation with no rapport and then trying to gauge, gauge interest. If I've already talked to you, you've already agreed to at least give me your number, email, shit, uh, your own pigeon that you put letters on. Like, however, it was, you know, it was deemed that, hey, you're interested. That's that should be all I need. Where, where our conversations go from there is up to me or is up to us. Whether, you know, we get to the going out level, whether we get to multiple phone calls um, is, is up to us, essentially. But what you should not do is take away a man's job that he is supposed to do. There is very few circumstances where a woman should be the one who chases. Very few and I honestly can't think of any. So it's it's okay to let a guy know you're interested, right? It's okay to flirt with them. It's okay to even um, joke about like, hey, you know, we should, you seem like a cool person. We should go out. We should do something sometime. But it's if if he doesn't reciprocate that, if he doesn't then take that out of your hands and say, yeah, let me let's go out tonight, six o'clock, uh, bar Louis. He needs past that point to do everything. Now, I'm not saying don't show interest once he shows interest and then you guys are talking, you are texting, you are going out. That's kind of important. But if that ceases for whatever reason, whether he says to you, hey, um, I don't feel like this is going to work. You're a great woman, but um, I don't really see this going anywhere for me or he doesn't say anything at all. You shouldn't reach out to him and say, hey, where you been? You shouldn't say, um, what are you doing? 
You're the prize. Act like it. Because when you don't, you shift power. And I'm not talking about control power like, oh, he's going to control you. But if you give a man power that he doesn't require, that he doesn't need to be a man, you're going to set yourself up for some some stuff that you more than likely do not want to deal with. As a man, doesn't matter whether he's a mature man, a good man, a bad man, a neutral man, don't like it doesn't matter what kind of man he is. If you always chase him, you are pre-framing his mind to know that you're always going to chase. So that means essentially no matter what he does, no matter what mistakes he makes, because you've already chased him, you've given him more reason to be lax with his communication, to be lax with his interest, because he can go talk to another woman, which is fine if you all are not together. He can go talk to somebody else. And if that doesn't work out, you'll always be there. And that the fact that you'll always be there, that you'll always be the one reaching out, you'll never be the prize. If you think about when you go to a theme park, right, They or, or a carnival, they have all these games that are rigged for the most part, of course. But, you know, you got to throw the little ball in the basket, get the ball to stick in the basket, you can win a prize. Is that... You know, you shoot the ball in the in the basketball in the hoop. It goes in, you get a prize. They don't give you the prize before you shoot the basketball. They don't give you a prize before you throw the little ring and try to get it on the bottle. Because then it'll be pointless. And so when you are as the prize, present yourself before any of the work is done. What, what am I working for? What is the man working for? Not working for anything. The prize ain't, you know, out in front. You'll see them, but they usually hung up somewhere behind the counter after you have paid money. After you played the game. And then if, if you play your cards right, you'll get the prize. So that's how you have to think about this. Don't chase a man. Let a man chase you. Even if you want him, if you're you, like you're genuinely interested in him, you want to get to know who he is. You want to get to know more about him. He's handsome. He's has a good job. He seems like a great guy. He has a great personality from, you know, what you've gathered thus far. Everything in you may want to put yourself back on his radar. And you shouldn't. I'll give you one opportunity to to re-up after communication has ceased for any amount of time. So, for example, let's say you guys went out on three dates, three official dates. Um did three different things, uh, movies one time, dinner one time, museum one time. All right, cool. Let me know when you get home. You know how it goes. Let me know when you make it back. Hey, made it back. All right, cool. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. Four days go by. Five days go by. Six days go by. Now, you've had three first dates or three of the first dates. This is the only time that I will, like, if, if you must, if it is just killing you inside, you thought that everything on the date went well, you know, you, you had a great time. You didn't went and told your girls, text them, girl, like y'all know how y'all do. You didn't, you didn't hyped it up. He could be filling the blank. And, and then all of a sudden you don't hear anything. So now because you haven't heard anything, we as humans, we get worried. So every scenario that plays out in our head haunts us. 
right? Oh, well, dang, maybe it was, maybe I had something in my teeth or maybe, you know, I didn't laugh at enough of his jokes or maybe he didn't like what I had on or maybe my makeup wasn't like, I understand for men that date women that he actually cares about, that he actually wants to make a good impression on. And we don't hear from you. We, we may think something similar, like, damn, like maybe my jokes weren't funny. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, she didn't like the date and where I took her and what we did. Because we care. If there's a guy out here trying to date five different women a week, then he may not give a damn if you enjoy the date or not. Because a man who dates multiple women with no end in sight, he's just out here having fun. That's just what he's trying to do. If he's out here really looking for something special, then that typically is going to be narrow and it's going to be narrow quick. So you're allowed this one time after this three days and five, six days have gone by to reach out and be like, hey, put yourself back on the radar. And maybe communication will ramp up again. Maybe you'll hang out one more time. But if you do hang out one more time or the communication ceases again, you got to let it go. You can't be a chaser. You are the prize. And when you don't act like the prize, then you won't be treated like the prize. You have to understand that. As a man, we, we're just not. We're, if you condition us that you are not the prize. Then you're not giving us a single reason to treat you like that. I personally. I appreciate a woman's interest. If she texts me first in the morning, there's nothing wrong with that because the next morning I'll probably call her or I'll call her, you know, when I have time and she's available. The interest will be mutual. It will never be me always reaching out because at that point I'm like, well, damn, if she don't want to talk to me, <laughs> like, well, I'm going to talk to her. And if you say, well, I've texted him and he takes six hours to respond and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he just at home playing PS4 or Xbox or with his homies, then, you know, you have to take that as a, as a something to look at as well. But interest is mutual. When there's a woman that I'm interested in, I don't want to wait till 935 to 1007. If I have time to text her at 703, even if I know she doesn't like, doesn't get to work until eight and she probably won't respond until she's gotten settled. That doesn't prevent me from sending a text. Good morning. Hope your day goes well. Why? Because I'm interested. And then at the end of the day, because I care, I want to know how her day went. Like, I don't care if she does the same thing every day. If she was a cashier at McDonald's, she tells me I was at the cashier. I'll put in orders. I got people fries. I don't care. Like if if she finds that something new happens every day, even if it's in the same environment where some of the same stuff happens because I care about her, I want to know about it. And because I want to know about it, that leads to so many other conversations that we can have, even if it may start with how was your day? Because I'm interested, I'm going to take that time to learn about her, to learn about her day, to see what her likes are, her dislikes are. Cause it's just, it's, it's what matters to me. And so if we reverse that, she's always asking me how my day went and I just respond and she's always calling me. She's always asking, can she come over? I'm, I'm not, I'm just not going to think of her like, Hmm. I she'll be there. You know, I'll get back to her when, you know, I'm going to feel like it. And there's a lot of men. Again, a good man will still be that way because the interest isn't there when there is an interest. Stuff is just different. So 
when you position yourself as the pride, understand that that is going to be your framing and conditioning a man to treat you a certain way, to give you that interest, to give you that attention. So hold on to that. That is your power. But also understand that you shouldn't abuse it. Don't always wait for him to text. Don't always wait for him to call. If the communication is free flowing it's every day, it doesn't hurt to be the first one to text good morning. It doesn't hurt to be the first one to call. And so men also understand that you're the prize. Understand that you're a catch. There's certain things that you should look for from a woman. Now, granted, it's going to be different because you have to go get her, but also look for her to, you know, acknowledge the fact that you're trying to get her. Right. So if you're talking to her um, and, and you're saying things like beautiful and you're saying things like, uh, you know, just just like mature, fun, flirty things, she should be flirting back. Like if you're like beautiful and she never called you handsome once, like, hey, what you here for? Like, <laughs> I ain't, I'm not like cute, handsome, attractive, fine, nothing to you. You know, like ladies, it's okay to, you know, compliment your man. Fellas, it's okay to compliment your lady. If you think she the baddest thing in the world, then hey, you need to let her know on a weekly basis. And it's okay to say it seriously and it's okay to say it in a joking way. Keeps it fresh. Keeps it fun. Don't get too serious with stuff. But also understand, you know, being a prize goes both ways. This is different. Ladies, when you're the prize, you have to let a man come get you. Men, when you're the prize, you have to make sure that your attention to detail of an interest in going to get her is being reciprocated on her end. So it's really that simple. Ensure that no matter who you are, man or lady, ensure that no matter what situation you're in, that you always position yourself to be the prize. It's that simple. And when you do that, you uh, you set yourself up for success and you help alleviate a lot of the heartaches. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. If he stops texting, he stops calling. If y'all don't hang out anymore, don't reach out. Let it go. You'll find somebody else. Somebody else will approach you. That's going to give you that time. If you are, in fact, what they want. And if it's great for six months, it's great for a year and a half. And then that communication and things like that start waning. Maybe maybe you address it. Hey, what's going on? Something seems off. Something seems different. And after a few conversations, nothing's changed or nothing changes. You know, then make whatever decisions you feel like you need to make at that time. But for the most part. Don't ever, ladies, don't go chase a man. Let him come to you. You can let him know that you're interested, but everything else needs to be put in his hands. Because he he's going he's gonna to find you. He's going to come get you. It's that simple. So ladies, if you took something from this, fellas, if you took something from this, hey, feel free to reach out to me. I love to hear from you. If there's a topic that you would love for me to talk about, one of the upcoming podcasts, shoot it over to me. Um, if it's one that I select, you know, I'll give you a shout out. Let everyone know that, hey, such and such send me this topic. Or if you like, hey, keep this, keep this shit confidential. Hey, that's cool, too. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And I'll talk to you soon. Be great, people.